to... Hi, everyone. Welcome to Main Street UCI, the podcast that talks about all things Disney. I'm Jennifer. I'm Zen, and I have a cough, but I promise it's not COVID. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Emily. I do not have a cough, drinking water. We're all good on my end. Yay! Good. Asymptomatic. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) jeez. So, Halloween will be here before we know it, and thanks to COVID, a lot of the usual favorite Halloween pastimes, like going to Halloween parties or haunted events, are either going to be substantially different to keep everybody safe, or they're just canceled for the year. Boo. But uh, many (laughs) many people are opting to enjoy Halloween this year by staying home and watching Halloween-themed or scary movies. And while we love the classics like Hocus Pocus or Halloween Town, today we want to make a case for one that not only gets overlooked, but apparently a lot of people seem to hate. I did not know this until we brought up this topic last week. Um, And that is the Haunted Mansion movie. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> so if you somehow block the Haunted Mansion's existence from your mind completely, or for that matter, didn't even know that the darn thing existed, mm-hmm. allow me to refresh your memory. The Haunted Mansion was released in 2003, 17 years ago, just a few months after the film based on a Disney attraction, The Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. Um and probably that's why they made it is because, mm. hey, pirate movies work out really well. Yeah. Um, if you look on Rotten Tomatoes, though, the film currently has a tomato meter score of 14. Oh, yikes. <laughs> so bad. And, and sometimes when you see, it's like, oh, hey, 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 that's critics. It can be loved. So, but unfortunately, the audience score is also a, a whopping 30. They were a little bit more... (laughs) Slightly more generous. Yeah, a little bit more generous. So today we are trying to do the seemingly impossible. We're going to try to find some reasons that you should watch The Haunted Mansion. But first, we're going to take a really quick sponsor break. Welcome back, everyone. Okay, let's talk Haunted Mansion. It's not that bad. (laughs) Did you? Okay, so I just rewatched it. I finished, I think I watched it in like halves. So I finished it yesterday. Mm -hmm. That was my second time. I just watched it yesterday. Okay. Was that your first time watching it? I feel like it's either my second or third time. Got it. I watched it for the first time. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. So when I first watched it, like, it was. Back when I watched Disney Channel still, and we had, like, cable TV, um, and I remember, I was young, so I remember being, like, really scared. Like, Mm -hmm. it was actually very frightening for me, and that's why I never watched it again until this was our homework to watch it. And I still find it, like, not as scary, obviously, but I can tell where the parts were that I would have found scary if I was younger. Yeah, there's parts where it's kind of grotesque. Like, there's, spoiler alert... There's like zombies, and there's a part where one of the main characters sees themselves in a mirror oh, and looks like they're scary. decomposing. You know, I mean, yeah. it's like so. It's almost like if you think of the parts of Pirates of the Caribbean where the ghosts are like, or the pirates are in the moonlight, and you can see their skeleton kind of forms. It's a little bit like that, but I feel like it's even more gross. You know? 
Yeah. It it feels like <clears throat> doing having done video in the past, to me it reminds me of like if Steven Spielberg did uh, a horror movie yeah. because when you see Steven Spielberg do a movie, everything that he does is like perfectly lit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like every shot's perfect and everything's perfectly lit. And so like watch Jurassic park. It's amazing. Cause you look at it and it's like, this is, you know, like they're in the middle of nowhere. There's fog and everything, but it's perfectly lit and the fog is perfectly dramatic. So it, they did have scary scenes, but it was so funny how, um, clean the video was yeah. today. If you have a scary movie, they kind of like to have that bumpy action camera yeah. and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. To, you know, and then it's just I can't see, I can't see, and ha- you know, this was it was very Disney fied kind of scary though. Mm-hmm. That's a good way yeah. to put it. And I guess I don't know if we've prefaced this, but Haunted Mansion the movie is basically if you took the ride and put like some sort of story behind it and then <laughs> inserted Eddie Murphy. Is this canon? It's it's got bits and pieces of all of the different attractions. None of the stories are really that like it, it's not any one haunted mansion story. You can mm-hmm. tell that it was kind of inspired. I think it's mostly inspired by Phantom Manor in uh France. It is. Yeah. No, no, no. Actually, um, Phantom Manor in um, my understanding is Florida. I thought. Oh, I don't know. It's. Oh no 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 you no no you're right you're right you're right. I I miss I misread before. No, it it is uh it is Paris. Yeah, because the yeah the <clears throat> the the storyline of this one is there is a young couple who are very much in love with each other, but they come from di- different worlds. So the the main guy ghost in the story is Master Gracie, which is kind of a departure from our Haunted Mansion because Master Gracie in ours is like a little kid that's basically buried in, in the cemetery. And we have the ghost host that's kind of touring us around. And the ghost host is actually the also the um, hanging man that you see at the very beginning of the ride, that right after really the elevator. Great. Yeah, they did that really early in the movie, and I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> yeah, it it kind of throws you off. It's like, "Oh crap!" Okay, hello. Because like at the beginning of the movie, they it's like the scene with all the people dancing. So it's that scene that you see in the ride when you go and you you're looking from above, and you see the whole ballroom scene. Mm-hmm. Um and then it so it's all happy and like they're dancing, having a good time and then just turns to like this guy hanging himself. It was um it was it was definitely like whoa, I did not expect it to happen so fast and so clearly. Yeah, it's like I I kind of like how they did they basically give you the whole backstory during the opening credits. And at the same time, I kind of wish that they had done a little bit more because it's so beautiful. Like they really recreated that whole ballroom yeah. scene so beautifully. It, it's, <laughs> I, I, I think it's very interesting that they, there's a term for this where you backwards explain retro retrocon. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yes. so essentially they took the whole ride that never necessarily had a full story and they retconned it and created a story based off of every scene. Mm-hmm. And actually the pirates of the Caribbean is kind of like that as well, but it had a little bit more cohesive of a story. Yeah. I think. Yes. Um, they, they created a lot of subplots to make, 
I don't know to make this to to make the story to glue all the different um vignettes together, which mm-hmm. I thought was kind of funny. Okay, let, let, first of all, uh, what's your score? I think we should say what's our score. Ooh, there you go. Um, oh, this is hard. I I would probably give it maybe a six out of ten. Okay. Hmm. Should I explain? I yeah, let's explain. Okay, so there's some things that this movie does really, really well. I love the the overall look of this movie and the music. Beautiful. They did a, an amazing job, even with the costumes too. You could tell like there was thought put into it. Like, you know, if you look at the wedding dress that um, one of the characters wears, it's actually slightly older. Then um, the rest of the characters of that time period, which would make sense because the idea behind that story is that she is not um, wealthy enough. So she wouldn't have a wedding dress of her own, let alone be able to have one created for her. So maybe that's an heirloom dress or something like that. So, you know, like they, they really put a lot of thought into certain things. But then there's other things where it's like they, they did kind of a crappy job. Like, you know, there's. At one point, there is a hidden letter with what happened to this woman in in the story. And, you know, did she really kill herself or did someone kill her? And that's revealed through this letter. And the letter is like, it's really difficult to get the letter. And then the letter is discovered by the evil butler. And so you think, oh, he saw them taking the letter. He's going to take the letter. But no, the letter magically stays on Eddie Murphy. And then mm-hmm. he produces it just at the right time. And so it's just like, okay, you're, you're having them struggle with some things, but not with like really key things. So the, it felt like some parts of the story were really well fleshed out. And then other parts were just like throwaway. Like, okay, well, that's just solved. It's fine. I agree. So yeah. that's why the six. Um, six. I have like I never if it, if a movie's like bad to me then it must be really bad because I feel like I don't have expect like high expectations or anything like that like I'll just enjoy the movie just for entertainment mm-hmm. purposes but so this movie I even if we this wasn't part of like our episode today I still would have rewatched it at least a second time or a third time um in my life just because I wanted to see like I feel like the movie itself, I would give it like a four out of ten just because of all those inconsistencies. And mm-hmm. if this was a standalone <laughs> movie, like I wouldn't return to it. But I returned to it because of the fact that it's Eddie Murphy and it's like the connection with the Haunted Mansion ride. It makes it fun. But mm-hmm. if this was like a movie that had no connection to Disney and it was just like Haunted Mansion, I don't think I would ever watch it again. Ooh, if that makes sense. That's a good point. You know, I would probably be in the same boat because I think all the little nods to the ride, it's like, oh, okay, cool. They did it this way. They did it that way. But if you're right, if it didn't have a connection, I think I would score it lower too, honestly. Mm-hmm. But I did really enjoy um, the son in the movie. I thought he was so cute. Yes. And like, oh my his God. little yes. comments were really funny. So I enjoyed yes. that for sure. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> oh no <laughs> no no i think it's quite the opposite maybe i'm a really really easy grader <laughs> <laughs> i'm i was gonna 
somewhere between a six and a seven. I was originally going to say seven, but you guys rated it so <laughs> much. You down a little bit. <laughs> I'm, kind of, I'm kind of embarrassed. Um, I guess I had heard so many bad things about this movie over the years, it lowered my expectations. Mm-hmm. Okay. And when David was on the show, I used to get ar- go into arguments with him all the time about, oh my gosh, it's just like, David, this isn't for you. This is for kids. <laughs> yes. do, you, do you remember? I don't know if you remember. Yeah. But I, yeah. I'd be constantly like, oh my God. Heimlich's choo-choo train is not designed for you, but Mm -hmm. it's designed for that two-year-old, and that two-year-old loves it. Okay, Now, the inner two-year-old in me, well, five-year-old, goes, huh, it was kind of fun to watch. Lots of bright, moving things and action and that type of stuff. And Mm -hmm. so it was, it was a, uh, it was just a pop culture, harmless film. Was it a good film? No. Right. (laughs) It was not a good film. Was it as terrible as lots of people say it is? I'm not sure. Like 30%, you know, that's three out of 10. Mm -hmm. I don't think it was that bad either. Yeah, there was a lot of plot holes and stuff like that. But if you're just watching, I mean, um, what, Paul Blart, Mall Cop, or whatever those movies are. Yeah. Or, or you know, um, every single Adam Sandler film, except for that one <laughs> he did recently. I mean, if you want to turn your brain off and watch something, it's okay. You know, it does the trick. But, you know, don't necessarily feel the need to watch it again. Yeah, it's, it's more like it's a feast for your eyes, not so much yeah. for your brain. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Except um, if there's like some scenes, like there's one scene where they go into a mausoleum and there are kind of these weird oval shaped coffins. And in a way, I'm a little too creeped out to actually look it up. I'm curious all the same, like, are were there ever oval shaped coffins like that? Like, that's really weird. But, you know, things, things like that. That's about it. That <laughs> mausoleum scene was definitely one of the scarier ones when she, she like when they all come yes. alive and then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that definitely gave me the creeps. Yeah. Man. I will throw in a couple bright moments into it, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I I always like Terrence Stamp. He's a great actor. Mm-hmm. Um, he was underused, but Terrence Stamp was, was in it. Um, I think his name is... Uh, Wallace Shawn. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Wallace Shawn being Wallace Shawn. He's the, um, not the butler. Inconceivable. He's, yeah. Oh the my guy God. From the Princess from, Bride? Um, what else? What's he been in? Princess Bride? Yes. The Princess Bride, but he was also in yes. like Star Trek. Yeah. 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 Okay. Deep, like Deep Space Nine, he was like an alien or something that walked around. For uh, Anyways, um, anything that he's in. I, I'm okay. I mean, I just like watching him, and it was just so neat. It was fun to see him. Yeah. Um. He he and the the maid, I guess, like they were good comedic relief. They were super cheesy, but it's that kind of yeah, like I early two thousands cheese. That you're like, oh, it's okay. It was early two thousands. That's kind of how it was. <laughs> they were the equivalent of Miracle Max in The Princess Bride. Yeah, 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 yeah. Miracle Max and his wife <laughs> his in wife, The Princess yeah. Bride. It was just yeah. kind of like that little comedic side you know, thing going on. And that, that was kind of cute. 
But um, oh yeah, that was it. That's the bright, all the bright moments. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> uh, that oh, no. and the sun. I'll say again, the, the sun. The sun. Cute. I'm just, actually. Uh, what's the name of the woman in the globe? Oh, Leota. Leota. Okay, I don't oh, want to give away too much that. more, but <laughs> the fact that he's got there's a scene where Eddie Murphy's driving around the car and he's got the crystal ball in the back seat of the car with a seatbelt. So good, <laughs> yeah. You know, and she's like, like, hold on, and she's like, with what? <laughs> exactly, and I'm just like, so that was there. There was those kind of moments. Mm-hmm. I like I like his line too. As soon as the the family drives up to the house and they look around the back and they see the cemetery, and he's like, "Hey, honey, you know they have dead people in the backyard," <laughs> and they're like coming up with ways that they can like creatively, you know, like kind of work around that, like oh, spacious rustic rural area or something yeah. like that. And Historical. I like, I think the um the wife she says something like, "Some people have like I forgot what she says," and then. Some people have this or that. This house has a cemetery. <laughs> like, yeah, <it's> fine. <laughs> uh, there was actually there was an old Saturday Night Live skit. Have you ever seen the television show called This Old House? Yes. Okay, no. so there's there's an old television show. I don't know if it might be still around, like on PBS, where someone goes into old houses and um, they fix stuff. And the main um, the main guy would always like. Oh, that's kind of difficult to fix. So we'll do something and we'll we'll feature it, and then people won't notice it. <clears throat> and then Saturday Night Live, they did a spoof called "This Old Haunted House." Ooh. Ooh! And in the floor, there was like a hole, and the guy walks in. It's like, huh? That looks like the gates to hell. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's just no way we're going to be able to cover that up. Let's put a railing around it, and we'll just feature it. and that's what i thought of when they were doing this film is just like oh there's dead people in the backyard Uh, let's feature it you know you know speaking of hell didn't they have like the weird fireplace to hell too like i can understand that yeah i I didn't understand why it opened up and why it only took certain people i'm trying not to give things away but (laughs) it was like a very odd placement and choice of just what <laughs> yeah you know you almost feel like it was a two hour they filmed two hours and then they went okay no one's gonna sit here for two hours what are we gonna cut out like there was some other story <laughs> attached to that you know to the fireplace yeah but. like i i kind of wish that they had done some kind of like like a part one and part two you know like in the past and then they they really go into the story and then like there's something ex- explanation, like you said, about why the fireplace is like that. And then they go into part two. And then so you already know stuff before all the modern day characters interact with it. And you're like, no, no, no. And, you know, it, yeah, yeah, they could have done. I feel like they could have done a uh, holes like thing because, you know, how in holes they go back and forth between present day and the yeah, past. Yeah, something like that. Like explain things. I feel like they could have Im- integrated Bounce that somehow. Back a little bit more. Yeah. 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 So, are you guys wait looking forward to part two? (laughs) Part two. Aren't they there? There's some like rumors about them remaking the movie or something like that. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's not going to so, be a part two, is it? <laughs> okay. This How long is have what these I'm, rumors been around? 2010 at San Diego Comic-Con. Wow. They announced okay. that they were going to reboot it. And this is the best part. I love it whenever this name comes up. They were going to reboot it with Guillermo del Toro. Oh, my goodness. Okay. <laughs> and, and the reason why I laugh about that is, like, if you look at Hollywood, everything is attached to Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. <laughs> and then it never happens. I mean, I there's got to be at least 20 to 30 films that I've heard of that are attached to him. And then all of a sudden it just disappears into the ether. So that's why I laugh is whatever they, they, they use the name Guillermo del Toro. I was like, ah, it's not going to happen. So <laughs> <clears throat> if they were to redo it, like, would you want them to like, would you rather that they just redo it entirely? Or would you rather they like, make it a sequel and try to maybe fix the first movie somehow? Reboot. Yeah. Yeah. Reimagined. And just, I want to see what they can, or if they can make it any better. Mm-hmm. Ignore and reboot. That's the answer. Ignore the first film, reboot it, start it over again. Now, honestly, like, I think it'd be kind of fun if they did it like a series, like they did with uh, Pirates, but maybe just instead of trying to throw in every single nod from, all the different iterations of Haunted Mansion, maybe just tell each individual story, you know, like, okay, here's the actual story of the California or Florida Haunted Mansion. Here's the actual story of Phantom Manor, or if they did one with um, Mystic Manor, even that might be kind of interesting. Now, Mystic Manor could be amazing. Mm-hmm. You have to have the rock in it, though. Yeah. <laughs> he makes everything better. <laughs> he does make everything better. But I mean, it, it's, I mean, it, you know what? What happened to that rock movie? I'm sorry to go sideways. Didn't what happened to Jungle Cruise? I was gonna say, yeah, yeah. I, I think they're still waiting for COVID to be over because they really want to bring it out in theaters. But they could do like they did with Mulan, and yeah, know, I would, I would pay for that. Mulan was great too. So okay, I don't feel bad about you know spending thirty bucks to see it ahead of time. With multiple someone people? Make, someone needs to make oh, a yeah. website of all the films that Guillermo del Toro was attached to. Was he also then, like with some video games too, I feel like? Oh, tons of video games. Okay. I mean, there's That's so many things. And he's a, uh, not to make fun of him because he's a very good creator. Yeah, yeah. He's an amazing creator, in fact. But it just seems like he's attached to everything. And for some reason, they almost do it. They take... They, you know, we need to get some publicity around our project. Who should we get? Oh, let's get Guillermo del Toro. Fully knowing that he wasn't going to be able to be around long enough to fulfill the actual destiny of the project. Mm. Anyways. They just want a name brand to be associated with it. Yeah. Okay, so final, like, reason. How about just, like, one reason that you should watch the 2003 version of Haunted Mansion before they ever potentially come out with a remake. Hmm. Like if you could just pick one thing that you're like, this is the best part. There isn't any. <laughs> really? There's not oh, anything? No, no. <laughs> I like the sets. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. I don't want to lower, lower it down to that, but it was really neat. 
to see the sets done not just as like a ride as mm-hmm. a movie backdrop yeah like made real i guess is the best best way to say it yeah that makes sense yeah and it's not like it's just one it's like there was the the dining area there's the ballroom scene the attic kind of I, yeah i was gonna say did they have the attic or it was similar to the attic it was yeah it was similar i guess obviously the graveyard with the singing heads Yes, that was cool. They did a good uh, job there. Ooh, I really liked the part where you see like the hitchhiking ghosts. Yes, that little like two minute scene. <laughs> Not even two minutes, probably. But that was just really that. I really enjoyed that. Can you see me? No, he's psychic. <laughs> the singing, the singing busts. Yeah, mm-hmm. four heads that sing. You know, like yep. the barbershop quartet. Yeah, yep. I really enjoyed that. Hmm. That was the scene. See? So there we go. We got something. <laughs> go watch it. Have a feast for your eyes and get into the, the Halloween spirit, but just don't listen too closely to the story or the plot because then you'll be sad. <laughs> Entertain you know, your eyes. Yes. If, if you were allowed to have a party these days, or if you're just with your family, it seems to me the perfect movie to throw up on the television, lower the sound, and everyone's eating popcorn and talking to each other, but that's your background ambiance. Yeah, that's a good idea. I mean, I, I really enjoyed the look of it. There were moments that were fun to list, see, but it's not something fully worth paying your full attention to it. But mm-hmm. like, if you got a bunch of, like if you had a bunch of people over to a party, that's the thing you got running in the background with the sound a little bit down and you might, e- or you might even have to turn off the sound, and put up the subtitles. Yeah. And then you play just regular spooky music and people will stop for a moment and look at it and then like go back into the conversation that they're having it or bobbing for apples or whatever. Yes. <laughs> that is perfect. I like that. I like yep. the scene It's that you perfect set. background music. It's a perfect background thing. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let us know what you guys think. If you like the Haunted Mansion film, if you think it is worthy of a mere 14% or 30%. But for now, that does it for this episode of Main Street UCI. Thank you for listening. Be sure to check out our previous episodes at ce.uci.edu slash podcast. And you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Main Street UCI. Don't forget to send us your questions and requests. We would love to hear from you. And thank you again to our sponsor, the University of California Division of Continuing Education. Find their career boosting courses at ce.uci.edu. And before we leave off, I do want to say one last thing. Make sure you go out and vote, please. Yes. Okay. Go do it. Please go. We should have said that at the beginning of the episode. Hopefully you made it all the way to this point. Go out and vote and make, I, I don't care what you vote, go out and make your voice be heard um that's your that's your duty as as a citizen and with that we're going to see you next time bye bye <laughs>